Hi, my name's Sam Wolfson. I'm the executive editor at Vice UK, and you're about to hear some things we recorded recently at the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club as part of the Vice Roadshow. <coughs> going so well. How would I describe the Vice Roadshow? Well, I guess it's sort of a thing that we did. It's quite hard to say what it is. It's sort of like the Royal Variety Show, but full of hipsters. And it was weird and funny and good, and everyone kind of let their hair down and got drunk, and it was a great vibe, and you're going to hear a couple of recordings of that now. You hear me? So we've always said that Uber Butler is probably the weirdest person in the Vice family because he's always doing these like madcap schemes to try and get free food or like break into Fashion Week, anything that basically involves him dressing up in stupid outfits. But for this, he kind of went a lot bigger and a lot weirder and he told uh, the audience at Bethnal Green Working Men's Club about probably his biggest swindle to date. And if anyone doesn't have a beer, feel free to come and grab one from the fridge. Oh, and thanks to Old Blue Last Beer, who put on the event with us. My name's Uber Butler, and I, I'm pretty obsessed with TripAdvisor. Um... Can I just ask you what your favourite restaurant in London is, please? Mangal 2. Mangal 2. So that's your favourite? Number 5,790 out of 18,174 restaurants in London on TripAdvisor. That's your favourite? OK, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not here to judge you. Like that's fine. Um, what's, what's your favourite restaurant, sir? ZZ Greenwich. You what? ZZ Greenwich. ZZ? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> Number 12,900 out of 18,174 restaurants in London. So as you can see, I'm pretty, I'm pretty obsessed with TripAdvisor. I guess it's no surprise, really. My life is basically I just sit around. I live in a shed. I sit in, in my shed. Like, I got, up at, I got up at 6 o'clock this morning just for no reason. Um, I didn't have anything to do. I just sat there and, and ate toast. Um, then watched a couple of episodes of Chris Tarrant's Extreme Railways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're onto a good subject. Yeah, I sat there and then I just scanned through TripAdvisor and I just wait for an idea to come. So, yeah, it's pretty obvious that there's some crossover, and then I pitch it to Vice. And often they'll just reject any, any idea that I have about TripAdvisor. I'm so obsessed with TripAdvisor that I kind of, I've got beef with TripAdvisor. Um, I started writing this piece about like, their worst, like the biggest twats on TripAdvisor, basically. Like people who consistently give like, one-star reviews just because they're twats, essentially. So I got in contact with TripAdvisor and said, please could you, please could you give me some data on like the worst, the like most, the harshest people on your website? And they were like, they rang me back and they were like, no. And what are you trying to do? It sounds like you're trying to undermine our website. And I was like, I'm not trying to undermine your website. I love your website. But 
because I love it. I love what TripAdvisor is. It's just like a weird part of the internet where loads of whiny introverts gather to complain about things. But I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> where am I? Uh, TripAdvisor. <laughs> Basically, they threatened me, and I was like, I didn't want to undermine your business, but now I do want to undermine your business. I really, really do want to undermine your business. So I was like, what can I do to, to undermine TripAdvisor? And then I thought, well, I know exactly what I want to do. I had this idea that I really, really liked, and it was that I would create a restaurant on TripAdvisor that doesn't exist. So yeah, yeah, I like that idea. So I was like, okay, all right, yeah, let's have a little look at that. What do I need to create a website on TripAdvisor, a restaurant TripAdvisor that doesn't exist? I need a name, okay, so a lot, big imagination. The Shed at Dulwich, I like the sound of that. I live in a shed in Dulwich. Why the Shed, the shed at Dulwich? So yeah, the Shed at Dulwich, yeah, like what else do we need? We need a phone number. Yeah, that's easy, I'll just put my phone number. We need a, an address. I mean, I don't have an address in real life. I don't even have a door. So I just, put, I just put the name of the road. And the last thing was like a website. And I was like, okay, that was where I was like, okay, this needs to be really believable. Like, I don't want this to be a joke. I want it to be real. Like, everyone knows what like a, a fancy restaurant's website looks like. It looks like a guy who wanks over Nigella Lawson, like designed it, you know, that kind of thing. So I put together this website for my non-existent restaurant, which you can have a little look here. Here we go, The Shed at Dulwich. <laughs> www.theshedatdulwich. Sorry about my little, just Liverpool Reddit search there, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Never realised that, wicked. It's a good time to come clean about my viewing habits at home. It's not Chris Tarrant though, guys, I'm making progress. Um, so yeah, that's the website. I think that looks pretty good. It, like, it looks pretty good, does it, guys? Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't look a fancy website. Like, that could be a fancy restaurant, couldn't it? And, like, the images, I didn't want people to be able to... Like, I wanted anyone looking at this to think, like, oh, that's a real restaurant. Like, it had to be 100% believable. So that's, like, that's not, like, a Google image. I haven't pinched that image. I did that myself. And that looks pretty delicious, doesn't it? You'd eat that, wouldn't you? Come on, you'd eat that, wouldn't you? You'd eat that, you know, if, 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 uh, if, you, if you wanted to die, you'd eat that. You'd eat that if you wanted to die. Because, so, like, I don't know, like... You know, and you know, you know, toilet block, toilet block with a bit of, you know, runny dessert, or whatever. The dessert, the dessert's pretty good, you know. I'd have, oh my goodness, I've got a sweet tooth, darling. Like, what? Oh, darling, it's not quite a sweet tooth, though, it's paint. It's paint. Paint and sponge. And as you get in the pic, you get in the picture here, it's not a stock photo, it's my foot. Anyway. So. I put all this thing. <laughs> I put all this thing together, and I submitted it. Forgot about it. I sort of got back to my normal life. More toast, more TripAdvisor surfing, more Chris Tarrant. Then I looked. I got an email about three weeks later, and this had happened. Hey, the shed at Dulwich verified on TripAdvisor. We got the shed at Dulwich on TripAdvisor. Basically, they accepted it. TripAdvisor accepted my fake restaurant. So I was like, okay, this is pretty nice, this is. I like this feeling. Like, I'd already felt like the beef had gone then. I was like, okay, I'm willing to let everything go. But, like, what do you do once you've got a restaurant on TripAdvisor? 
You get reviews, probably. Let's see how far we can, I don't know, just get it up the rankings a bit, get it seen. Um, so basically, I, I decided to put together like this list of guidelines, essentially, that I would send to people who were going to review the restaurant. I was going to send out all these, like, this mailing list of people, my family and my friends, and send them this like, list of rules that they would write about and they, they would upload like a five-star review to TripAdvisor. So, basically, the first rule about the Shed at Dulwich when you're writing a review of it is that it's an appointment-only restaurant. The second rule was that it's impossible to get a table. It's absolutely impossible. It's a nightmare. <laughs> the third rule is that you eat outside. The fourth rule is it was absolutely fucking incredible. And the last rule is, yeah, it's, it's homely. <laughs> It's not Shedley. So, yeah, I sent this out to a load of people, and the reviews started coming in. It was quite nice, actually. I started to have a few friends started reviewing things. This is my friend Francisco Garcia's review. It's kind of like sitting down for a meal with the dudes from Fright or the Concords or something. <laughs> it's quite nice. Um, they started trickling through properly. Here we go. Here's another one. I love that. The kind of place, you know, you, to be seen, so you keep your sunglasses on. Build up the mythology a bit. We've been doing this for about six weeks or something. And, yeah, like, I get about 20-odd reviews, and we get up to, like, number 1,456, like, that we, we cracked that really, really quickly. But it didn't really feel like anything anyway. Like, I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. That's just still, still sending out the emails, getting people to review. And then one day, the phone rings. But it's not my... It's not my ringtone. That's not my ringtone. Oh, no, wait, it's the ringtone of the burner phone that I've bought for the shed. <laughs> so I'm hungover, and I wake up, and I'm like, oh, shit. I answer, I answer the phone. And the under end of the phone is an actual person trying to book my restaurant. <laughs> and the call went something like this. It was like... <laughs> Hello, the shed at Dulwich. Oh. <laughs> All right, well done. And in the end, Uber Butler got swindled. <laughs> so anyway, the phone rings. Imagine it's like that. But on the other end of the phone, there's a lady, she, I'd go, hello, and she goes, hello, is that the Shed of Dulwich? <laughs> it is, yeah, speaking. And she was like, I know you get booked up so awfully quickly, but I was wondering if I could have a table for this Friday, is that okay? And I'm just, like, speechless. <laughs> like, I'm glowing. <laughs> and I kind of just sort of, I rattle through it, and I'm like, oh, no, sorry, I'm fully booked up for the next six weeks, I'm really, really sorry, put the phone down. I was like, oh, my God, that, that was incredible. Like, the way that she's talking in, in the terms of, like, my mythology that I'd set. She's like, it's fully booked up for the next six weeks, but please get me in on Friday. I, like, I absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the first time that the joke kind of hit me. And then I started to sort of pay a bit more attention to it, because I'm constantly doing stupid things anyway. So, like, this was, an even, this was in the back of my mind, but as soon as I got that call, I was like, oh, this is quite good, actually. Um, I'm getting some kicks out of this. 
And then I, so I got a text, it vibrated uh, this phone, and this was another one that I really liked. This is from a, someone on the 29th of June, 2017. Hello, The Shed. Please, can you tell me the easiest way to get a booking with you? We have tried emailing and calling several times and no response. My name is Sue Collins, and I'm inquiring about a possible booking for October 14th, four months in advance. <laughs> Uh, for nine people for a special 70th birthday dinner. 70th, 70th birthday dinner, you know. Anyhow, it would be gratefully received. Kind regards, Sue. Yeah. In the text, she kind of mentioned emails. And to this point, I'd like... I wouldn't even, I had never logged into the emails, like, so I had to go and get, like, a forgot the password email thing, logged into the emails, and when I opened it up, fuck me. It's just like, like a whole brave new world of people, like, crawling over one another, trying to persuade me to let, to let them get in at my restaurant. That doesn't exist, everyone, come on, we all can accept that. So instead of, like, talking it through, I'll just show you a few. Hi there, I would love to do you for dinner one weekend, a Friday or a Saturday, it'd be good. Great, if you could please let me know your next availability for a table two. Many thanks, Jess. All normal, apart from she's, she's a TV executive at Universal. <laughs> she, 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 had to use, she had to use her bloody work email, didn't she, old Jessie? Uh, next one. Hi, my girlfriend. My girlfriend works as a children's psychologist at the Maudsley Hospital, and I was hoping I could surprise her after work one day in the lead-up to Christmas and the whisk her off to your dinner at your amazing restaurant. Right, so, yeah, he's actually trying to guilt-trip me. He's leveraging his girlfriend's job at a children's hospital to get me to allow him to have a table. This, one, this one's slightly different. The tone is slightly different. Hi, I never realised you were there on Freeham Road, just two blocks from us. Great, come over. Um, any, any chance you have room for two on the 28th of September for my wife's birthday? This will be our first time out alone since having our first child. <laughs> bit guilty, though. A little bit gooey. But it's really, 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 really easy to ignore emails. But it's really hard to ignore phone calls. <laughs> How's it going? Is the the shed, yeah? Yes, yeah. Um, I wanted to book a table for two. I just wanted to know what your availability was. Uh, yeah, when are you looking for? Um, sort of, I don't know. Um, how, how far in advance do you sort of have to book? Well, we're kind of... We are booked up on weekends up until sort of uh, the next sort of six weeks. <laughs> I'm, like, pretty damn sure that's going to be fully booked. Hi, are you open today? We are open, um, but we are also fully booked. <laughs> uh, yeah, tonight is tonight is fully booked. Oh, I think that... Well, I mean, we. I know... <laughs> I can tell you we're sort of fully booked. <laughs> you want a table for four on Christmas Day? Um, unfortunately, uh, we are fully booked that day. <laughs> do we do brunch? Uh, it just depends on what day. Uh, well, yeah, but, I mean, we are fully booked today, if that's what you were looking for. Yeah, hi. Are you open this lunchtime? We are open, but we've actually got, um, we've actually got a children's christening here today. 
are you a, a friend of Jackie's by any chance? We, I think we do actually have something. Uh, I don't know Jackie, no. Oh, unless you, unless you know Megan and David, do you not? You aren't a friend of Jackie's, are you, either? No, no, i Do you mind me asking how many Instagram followers you have? <laughs> oh, just mind me asking how many followers you have on Instagram? Yeah. Not, personally, not very many. Um, my husband has quite a few. Okay. Um, would he describe himself as an influencer? maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> so, yeah, the months kind of go on. Um... The calls keep on coming. Everything keeps on happening that way. Like I start to realise that this is a, this is nothing like one of my other pranks. Like this is a, this is like real people. Like there are people applying for jobs. There are people sending me their, like people sending me their CVs. Like, like people trying to get a job, where I work. And like the key rule, the key rule here, is. Uh, the don't sort of shit on your doorstep room with this kind of stuff. And that's fine, because I covered myself, right? I didn't put my number of, the number of the front door of the house on the thing, so I'm absolutely fine. Well, cheers, Google Maps. Now my house is on fucking Google Maps. My house, you know, anyone can find that. Great, cheers. And uh, obviously, you know, all the while, all the while that that's happening, the reviews are still coming. Like, I'm still contacting people. Like, I'm still... I've got, like, a tally on my wall. I'm like a, like, telemarketing congressman, just, like, crossing people off. Like, have you, have you reviewed yet? OK. See you, see you next year at Christmas. Like, that kind of thing. Getting people to get the reviews. Like, we, we, we're really gathering momentum. We break into the top 200 on TripAdvisor. We managed to get into the top 100 on TripAdvisor. We managed to get to the top 50. And I can tell you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, right here at Bethnal Greens, whatever it is, we got to number 24 in London, everybody. Come on, can I have a round of applause for that? Well, I didn't stop there, did I? No one stops at 24. No one stops at 24. I actually managed to break the top 10. I got us to number nine. Come on, fuck's sake. Okay, but I, I'm being a bit on it. I'm being a bit dishonest here, folks. I'm here. I'm going to tell you the truth. We managed to get my restaurant that doesn't exist to... Number fucking one in London. <laughs> this restaurant doesn't exist. The best restaurant in London. The best restaurant in London. Number one, baby. And of course, of course... <laughs> And, and of course, the day after you get number one restaurant in London on TripAdvisor, the council chirps as you wanting to relocate you to Bromley. <laughs> of course they do. They want to send you to an area that they're gentrified in Bromley. The shed at Bromley, apparently. Didn't really fancy that. Yeah. Of course, when you get to number one, an Australian TV production company want to put you in in-flight videos, apparently. <laughs> want to come over and film. 
Of course, when you get to number one, you have a PR agency hitting you up, wanting to represent you. I actually met up with these guys. I met up with them. And, and uh, in character is a guy called Stephen. And they, uh, and, and they, I've got a video, but it's not time. Um, but they, uh, they, he basically said to me that he was going to do a launch, a Batman slash Poison Ivy themed launch. Holy smokes. Um, and the, basically, he, he, wanted, he was so confident that we would get our restaurant, my restaurant, in the mail, on, that doesn't exist, in the mail online, that he wanted to put it in the contract. Like, he was like, we will get you in the Daily Mail, basically. Wicked. <laughs> so, yeah, from there, I was kind of like, I'm pretty good at drawing a line under these things. I was like, yeah, that feels done. That feels pretty done. Number one, pre feeling pretty good about that. But... People had different ideas. My calls, like, they didn't stop. Um, boom, just check him. Uh, they didn't stop. In fact, they got worse. Put it this way, I left, like, my, I left my phone, the burner phone, at my mate Joel's house over a long weekend. And uh, when I went to pick it up, it had 116 missed calls on it. <laughs> right, so you can't ignore 116 missed calls, can you? So basically, I started answering the calls again. Sorry, we're fully booked for the next six weeks. Sorry, we're fully booked. We're fully booked. We're fully booked. Lie, 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 lie. It's driving me absolutely mental. And then one night, this woman rings me, and she's like, can I have a table on Friday? And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have the table. And it felt absolutely fucking incredible. So I got on the emails, didn't I? Invited, you know, oh, Finnish guy. Finnish guy is only in London for a couple of days. Come on Friday, mate. We'll look after you at the Shadow Dollar. <laughs> oh, fourth person. Oh, they look classy. Yeah, come, come, come. And then I started to realise, you might think I'm, I'm fucking insane, but I started to think that, like, after creating this, like, amazing reality in people's m minds, then it can't be that hard to make it in real life, can it? <laughs> it's like, yeah, my idea... It arrived at the point that I wanted to open the shed at Dulwich for one night only. So, that's where I live. <laughs> so how, how do I transform that into London's best restaurant, into its number one restaurant? By telling the truth, by getting, you know, all these, like, TripAdvisor reviews that we've had, all those lovely reviews that people fell in love with, obviously, where they wanted to all book the restaurant. I'm just going to tell the truth and make them real in real life. So if the people describe, like, the food as homely, then I'm, I grew up on ready meals, so I'm going to serve ready meals to everybody who comes in. If people like, if the people like that, like, you know, farmyard kind of vibe, but mixed with, like, Michelin vibes. Then I'm going to, like, you know, like, you know, like a fancy restaurant where they have, like, lobsters in an aquarium and you can pick which one you want? Well, I'm going to have my Wendy house, see it there, filled with chickens, you know. And people can pick the chicken that they want. And, you know, but, like, it's, you can't just make a restaurant out of nothing. Like, it's got to, like, feel like a restaurant. So how is it going to, like, feel and have the ambience of a restaurant? I'll just have a DJ in playing the sound of a restaurant. <laughs> but like, otherwise, otherwise, like, like, I also wanted to like fill the place with people having a good time. So I hired loads of actors to say that they were having a great time and just be in there and have a, and, you know, get there. Preparation, preparation on the day. 
yeah, see, there's some extra seating. It's a very limited seating. Um, and this is our before and after shot. So that's before, yeah? Holy smokes! <laughs> but we don't have time for this bullshit. I'm to introduce you to the first two people that we had in, and that was Joel and Maria. Jo Joel and Maria are from California. This is, they're on their first vacation to Europe ever. The night before they got here, they were in, uh, they were in Paris eating on the banks of the Seine. <laughs> Basically, uh, they, there's a guy, we had a Finnish guy in, but he missed his flight and he rang me earlier that day. And he said, um, uh, and basically he cancelled his table and these guys filled it within five minutes. So they really, really, really wanted it. And uh, what have we got for these fucks? Oh, there you go. On the roof, Joel and Sam. <laughs> Above them. Okay, yeah, cool. Right, so yeah, Joel and Maria, I met them out on the street. Um, and basically, I tried to blindfold them. And they were like, oh, what are you doing? And two actors that I'd got on there were like, oh, no, no, blindfold us. It's amazing. And they were like, okay, let them down the garden. Let them down the garden, hand in hand. And then Maria went, I can hear the sound of a restaurant. That's exactly what you can hear. <laughs> uh, and then halfway through, I, I, I took off their blindfolds. And oh my God, absolutely mortified. I can't, really, I can't really go into Joel and Maria that much. There's so much material on them. But I would just say that there was this one moment where I served, I went and served them their 99p Iceland mac and cheese dinner. And I put it down in front of them. And Maria, who's definitely a bit of a foodie, like, got out her phone camera, <laughs> went to take a photo of the mac and cheese, looked at the meal through her phone camera, and then just put the phone away. <laughs> That's that moment. <laughs> OK, yeah, and on to the next table and it was a, she was a brand's communications director who had brought you know a couple of her mates that kind of thing I um, brought them in <laughs> four of them yeah brought them in they seemed like they were having a really good time um, basically we sat them down and then I went to go in to go and get them a drink from inside, went to bring it out, and as I was bringing it out, there's a, literally a woman running across the restaurant, screaming like that, and a chicken flapping over away onto like that, and she's like literally in tears because she's so scared of chickens. And it didn't go much, didn't go much better than that. Huh? Yeah. Oh my god! Ah, you don't have a chicken soup, are you? I used to keep them years ago. I love chickens. You feel free So basically, after all that, as I'm leaving, I'm walking out thinking, oh my God, I didn't manage to recreate that one, number one restaurant in London experience for them. I felt terrible about it. I was almost half apologizing to them. When the guy turns to me, we're walking out, leading him out at the end of the night, he turns to me and he just goes, look, now we've been in once, is it gonna be hard for us to get another table in the future? <laughs> I... 
he actually wanted to book another table. That's how insane the internet is. Um, here was some verdicts from Maria and Joel. If you could, if you could just tell me how, how your experience was today. Oh, it was great, different, uh, new, something that's not in the States that, that we have. It's, uh, it was a great experience. How about you? Different concept. It was, you know, it was a little cold since we're from California, but um, we had a good time. Can you imagine something like this popping up on, like, Melrose or something? Oh, yes, definitely. So there we go, guys. I created the reality of, of uh, the number one restaurant in London, and I made it in my fucking garden. And there's just one last thing. Just, I'm just going to leave you on one note. There's this, this, this one thing that's really been heavy on me, and uh, it's this thing, I've, I've not responded to it to this point, but does anyone know the critic Jay Rayner? So I know the critic, Jay Rayner. He's the, basically the biggest food critic in the country, um, literally. And um, he, he basically... I tried to invite him to our, to our launch night, and uh, he tweeted some bloody nasty nonsense about my restaurant. Look. So, like, I don't think he agreed with some of the language on the website or something. He just didn't like it. So I've not really known what to say about him until tonight, really. And does anyone have www.twitter.com on their phone. Has anyone got that? Has anyone got that? I think we should respond to him. Does anyone want to respond to him? Anyone? No one who works for Vice, please. Come on. I'm not going to say anything nasty. Yeah, come on. Let's do it. Is that okay? Great. All right, so... What's his tag? At jrader1. Hey, at jrader1. You're full of shit. <laughs> Just ate at the shed at Dulwich. And it was an absolute dream. Boom, tweet, send, send. Right, thank you so much, Azuba Butler. Thank you. Cheers for that. Thank you so much. Cheers. going so well. So there you go. Thanks very much to Zing and Fred for hosting and to Old Blue Last Beer for supporting. This was produced by Sam Bonham. See you next time.